What's going on, people? Welcome to Never Stop Learning. Today is a live episode. I'm going live on TikTok right now. Um, the podcast isn't being posted live, you know what I mean? Um, but I am here for, is it 67? I never remember. Episode 67, I think. I'm excited for 69. <laughs> Classic. Uh, and I want to give a little bit of a life update in this episode. Um, I have a bunch of stories up my sleeve in this episode. Um, and I, in a real way, kind of want this simply as a record of this moment where I feel not as called to be on the podcast. I just got back from a week in Nashville with three of my very best friends and an amazing acid trip, amazing bonding, um, as well as being a month out from a 10-month across-the-country journey. And I think it's very important for me to debrief for you, but also for me to talk about the stuff that I don't put on my Instagram, right? To talk about the stuff that's not... Uh, that I'm not proud of, that doesn't seem like it's anything I ever want someone else to see. <clears throat> One of the aspects of my trip last year, now I guess technically it started last year, um, was that I knew I wasn't going to be able to buy weed everywhere that I traveled to, right? Um, I'm in Iowa. I went up through Wisconsin. I stopped in Green Bay. I door dashed in Green Bay for like a week or two. I went up to the super northern Wisconsin, stayed in this Airbnb. Had an amazing acid trip with Sasha the Bumblebee, who joined me in my, my room. And who also died right next to me and who came to me to help honor her life with a, with a little bee funeral for me to eventually drop her in the river to be swept along life's current. Um, and then I got to Michigan, the Upper Peninsula, then I went down, uh, and then I found out that Michigan is a wreck state, and I was still a few weeks into my road trip, so I had all this cash with me, and I kind of splurged and binged a little bit on, on like, you know, dab carts and shit like that. Um, and I don't, 
I guess I don't really want this story to be about we. But the reason that it comes up is because I think I'm addicted, Loki. And realizing that, you know, my road trip being this place where it's like, I'm on a road trip. Like, I'm seeing cool shit. Like, I'm, I'm simply, like, I'm not, you know, failing to show up to responsibilities, right? Sorry for the, the truck noise. Um, I, and let me know if, if anyone ever feels like this too. I just, it was hard for me to understand my priorities when I was in school. You know, and maybe I've talked about this before, but um, when me smoking weed, like, it, it, it really is a, a type of escape, right? And that can be, that can be a healthy thing to take a short reprieve. You know, I talk about it in this way, in somewhat of a different way than I talk about weed when I'm smoking it with my friends, when I smoke with someone else. And instead, it kind of gets up all in my griddle when I have homework to do or now, real talk, when I have podcasts I'm trying to make, when I have TikToks I want to make. like, And so I don't want to treat that stuff like school. And hey, I got a bachelor's degree in business when I was smoking weed. Like, Weed doesn't prevent me from getting things done, right? But here's the thing is that it's like, it pushes me up to the boundary because I kind of lose my, my momentous step-taking ability. And I can certainly find it, right? And that's the thing where this is almost like shameful to talk about me being addicted to weed and having a strenuous, tenuous, tension, tenuous relationship. And <clears throat> really the only part of that tension actually exists at all is me not being happy with a choice that I make. And when this thing is coming up every day, right? Everywhere I've lived for the past decade, I've like known how to get weed there. Except Thailand. I found some, but it wasn't as easy. But that was also part of why I loved living in Thailand. When I was in college, stoner life. And in May, we would go on like a a one, yeah, one, one to two week um, little tour around the country where we would like basically have a choir concert at a new church every day. We would stay like in like people from the church's homes 
um, shit like that. And it was those times when I wasn't ever thinking about getting high. And, you know, I feel, you know, dude, I, I feel very embarrassed for real. Um, that it's not just, it's not just some switch that I've been able to find out. I can, I can click and flip off when I want it. For those of you who don't know, which is, it, it may be all of you, my partner Lane, uh, we met up in person back in March and we basically hung out for a few months um, and we were mad smoking weed. It was vibes. Um, thanks for the bread, cloud bread. Um, and, and then it, at the beginning of the summer, middle of the summer, I guess, uh, Lane started having symptoms of cannabinoid hyperemesis, which is basically her body rejecting weed and, and rejecting that much weed in her system. And so she had several bouts all at different times where her body was just puking for just hours on end to a point where, where she had to go to the hospital a lot of times. I don't even know the total amount of time she had to go to the hospital. Um, and, you know, when I lived in Thailand, I kind of was flirting with this, with this person over long distance. And it was that like seeing and, and communicating and sharing with another artist at that time in my life that sparked my momentum to, I was posting like 20 minute stream of conscious Wes freestyles on YouTube. So homie who asked if I can freestyle, hell yes. Um, I'm not going to right now in the middle of the podcast, but here's what we will do is we, we are gonna freestyle at the end of the podcast. Um, but stream of conscious Wes on my YouTube and you know, I've done, it's like that stuff that was like, I guess like two years ago at this point, probably. And I'm already not really proud of that stuff. Um, I'm already not really proud of that stuff. And yet <clears throat> I am so proud that I got out of my own way, that I put the camera on and put that shit out there. I have had a lot of vibes listening back to my shit. That includes this podcast. That includes this podcast. Um, and basically, <clears throat> I just kind of binged in Michigan, right? So this is, this is back like October, right? This is back in October. And I worked my way up to Buffalo to see... Oh my God, why am I blanking on her name? I want to say Ariana, but that's 
What is her name? Oh my God. Alana. Alana. Alana Fusani. What's up, girl? And saw Niagara Falls. Really the first time on my trip when I was communing with others. I was I was freestyling and, and recording raps with Joey, her little brother, and kind of welcomed into their to their home for a few days. <laughs> Again, sorry for this this truck noise. Um, it's a really beautiful morning here in Marion, Iowa. I'm sitting on the porch of my mom's house, uh, so she's kind of cornered by two streets. But anyway, um, I think yeah, we smoked mad weed. Uh, then I basically got down to Virginia, right? This was my goal for my trip. This was my goal for any of you who've heard this before. You know what's up. I grew up in Virginia, Chesapeake to be specific, and I wanted to go feast my real eyes on that real house that I used to live in that I hadn't seen in decades. Uh, and so I did. And, and again, part of why I bring this up is this was probably the, one of the longest stretches where I didn't have any weed. And I door dashed in Chesapeake for a long time. I went to, into Virginia Beach. They're kind of the same connected city. And I stayed at Airbnbs next to the beach. I stayed at a little motel next to the beach. And I was just truly connecting with myself and with the water that was right next to me. And it was that energy that was truly the thing that was my, like my womb of blowing up on TikTok and, and seeing, allowing myself to explore a new, and more authentic voice and to not to not really just only be caught up in freestyle vibes that was where i allowed myself to step into my true voice and so i think in these stretches where i've where I've been forced to be sober, you know, not really, I'm not going to try and go randomly search the internet and or ask strangers at, at, you know, businesses to buy me weed, you know what I mean? So that was a... I think an aspect of the energy I was able to build and, and uh, collaborate with myself. I mean, really, like self-collaboration is, is the realest shit. Oh, that reminds me. Here I wrote this down. Who else 
throughout my entire life has been my best friend, my confidant, my creative counsel, and impeccable artist besides me. Now, this isn't some list that I have of something I'm trying to find. And I actually started writing down this list talking about Lane. Best friend, confidant, creative counsel, impeccable artist. And I'm just getting started. But, like, but not, not in my whole life, you know what I mean? Oh my God, this, this leads right into, I, I, I have no idea the, the account, but I saw this TikTok this morning that was literally saying, you walk into a movie halfway through and you don't know everything that's going on. So why do you expect anyone else to know what's going on in your movie besides you? You know, people start watching long enough. You start to know the characters. You start to understand, right? But, but nobody else has the context, the perspective, the memories, the emotions. And I think my goal now here on Earth is to say, hey, I don't want to be distracting and numbing myself from all of that, from exploring my habits, my past, my old stories, my memories, my old trauma, my wounds, my, my uh, prejudices, right? My judgment, my... Um, my, my lightness and my shadow, like, and that, you know, it's not like my whole life I was purposefully not doing that stuff. I, I wasn't aware that that was possible. So what I was distracting myself from was the bullshit, right? And so it's like, hey, I still wanted to, I, I mean... I'm still not interested in the bullshit. I'm still not interested in, in jumping through other people's hoops and in sucking up to some shit and in padding my resume and, and changing my fucking life decisions based on how that might be perceived by someone else. I don't give a fuck anymore. And so, um, when I'm not doing any of that, my, habit of always chasing a high gets in the way of the the new seeds I'm trying to plant right it really does I think that I mean I've said this before and I don't think I've said it on the podcast but it's like there's a reason I'm not I didn't just take a few shots of tequila right now at fucking eight in the morning but i had smoked half a bowl 
already. And I think that there's a there's a part of me that that recognizes, hey, like me getting high was and is and has been the state of mind that allowed me and and helped me to access so much of my creative flow and of my technique and vocabulary and quickness and and, and word uh, connecting words very quickly all that stuff right the way that I now almost never find myself in a place in my speech where I've walked into a dead end I want to say what's up boodle gb hodby um they said same how do you stop though i'm having trouble with that um are you talking about weed are you talking about distracting get a little bit more clear because i, I want to make sure we're talking about the same thing but yeah <clears throat> i'll just kind of answer that i mean here's what we're talking about it's like what is my motivation to stop right It's just, like, it's just like kind of learning and understanding that a lot of the reason for these habits of getting drunk and getting high were simply and are simply coping mechanisms for us to deal with the fucking dull lives that are put on display for us as the way life is supposed to be. Bootleg said, I feel like it's an addiction, but it also brings out my creativity. Exactly. But I want to have a baby soon. And I know I need to clean myself up and clean out my body for a healthy baby bootleg <clears throat> bootleg you literally just you just answered your own question right you said how do you stop though it's like and i and i don't even know if i think that for a baby like saying i want to clean out my body for a healthy baby clean up clean myself up i think like one of the things that I'm telling myself now, and, and, and back to Lane, right? Lane having cannabinoid hyperemesis and taking and, and that, taking that as a sign from her body. Hey, hey, no more weed. It's fucking your, us up, says her body, right? And here I am being like, I'm not really getting fucked up by weed at all. In fact, I like it. But if I'm only thinking about how it's nice to deliver food when I'm a little bit high as opposed to being sober because it's like I like music and podcasts more. It's like it's not even really about that anymore. It's not even really about me enjoying an afternoon of driving 
delivering food more. It's about my body saying, Hey, you're, you all, we want some weed. Right. And so it's not a, it's not the same as it used to be. Thank you guys. Kathleen and everybody's dad said, I'm proud of you. You guys mean a lot to me. And <clears throat> I'm really excited that, that this is the first, uh, true live podcast that we that we've been on on never stop learning so far so guys we got 74 likes on this live stream right now 74 likes here's the thing like people be popping in popping out but guess what i bet you some of them also popped over to the long form content to listen to the podcast when you're delivering food to listen to the podcast when you're stretching or when you're doing the dishes, or just when you're walk, going for a walk, or, or when you're commuting to work. Shout out to Crystals. I have an orange selenite here on my computer with me. I love this baby. And I love Crystals. And... Back to the road trip, Virginia, popping off sobriety, um, basically, then TikTok blowing up, then I'm like more motivated, I'm also sober, this next leg of the trip, pretty much, and I'm doing TikToks, I'm door dashing, I'm going on live all the time, um, find my crew, I really found a uh, the fucking homies, bro. And, and that's when, because of that, all of a sudden, all of y'all from all over the country were literally opening up your homes to me and letting me crash on your couches. And that really changed my life. Real talk. Um, Basically, kept going south, had some time. Uh, the next big story is heading up to New Orleans for Christmas. And I'm staying at this hostel. And it's the middle of the pandemic. And shit is pretty much not popping off. But this hostel is vibes. Everyone's wearing masks. And it was like 50 bucks or 40 bucks a night. And I check in, I go down, there's college age homie chilling and there's like middle aged homie next to him. They're like at separate tables and I like grab a beer from the bar and I just basically strike up conversation with these guys. And this was one of the moments that changed my life uh, and really helped me see myself and accept myself through someone else's eyes uh ah i forget the i forget the college kid's name but lavoir was the middle-aged guy and i'm sitting at across from gavin i think was his name his name definitely wasn't gavin but we're just gonna go with gavin he was asian because asian dudes names are never gavin um <laughs> uh but anyway lavoir is like chatting with us and he and he and i have white nail polish on and he looks at me and he goes 
So what's uh, what's with the nail the nail polish? And he wasn't saying it like what's with the nail polish. He was being kind, and I was like, um, you know. And I was like thinking of a a way to kind of give him an answer because I'm kind of like, what's with it? I'm like, I put it on. Like it's what I want to wear right now. Uh, and he goes, Are you a member of the LGBTQ community? And that was the first and up to now only time that someone has, I mean, I don't know if anyone else has even like asked me if I'm gay, asked me if I'm queer. And Lavoir, a middle-aged gay man, just offered up this accepting question because in his mind it was part of what he wanted to I don't know place me right to, to figure out what it is that I was up to um, and yeah then basically me and the homies went out grabbed a couple of bottles and basically got the night started. Um, and real quick, I got a 30 minute cap on my desktop anchor limit how I'm recording. For those of you who can't see, here we are, we got the mic on the side. Um, so we're gonna continue the story after these messages. Today's episode is sponsored by Orange Selenite. Are you looking for a crystal that helps promote peace and calm, mental clarity and well-being? And that is also believed by some that this crystal can remove negative energy and help you connect to higher realms. Would you like an enhanced clearing for your sacral chakra? Would you like a boost in your self-confidence, passion, sexuality, creativity? Would you like to promote a sense of well-being throughout your being? Promote a sense of harmony and enthusiasm for life? If so, orange selenite. Check it out. Hold it in your hand. Put it on your stomach. Sleep with it under your pillow. Find one at the nearest crystal shop near you. All right, now back to the episode. Welcome back to the show. Um, Lavoir, Gavin and I grabbing bottles. Um, we get back to the bar and there's like a, another um, young person at the bar. I like lean over, talk to her. I'm like, hey, how you doing? Like, where are you from? What's up? You trying to come chill? And then basically it was like the four of us taking on this Christmas vibe. Um, we ended up, oh my God, we ended up doing so much. So I'll get into it. Like this is story time. This is my podcast. I can tell stories on this place, boy. Um, Derek said those glasses are dope. Thank you. It's funny you say that actually. I am tomorrow going to the glasses store to get new glasses. Not because I hate these but because I got a new prescription. Um, but, Lavoir, vibes, super drunk night, 
we find out that there are two there are basically two drug like local drug dealer type guys who are staying at the hostel too big don was my roommate uh and so gavin is like dropping a psychedelic or like mdma the first night and then we like what's the point of my story next day which is christmas day uh me and Catherine, Cass, 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 Cass. Me and Cass walking downtown. She draws on my coat. I had a road trip coat where I had everyone draw on my shit. It was really dope. And <clears throat> what's my point? My point is basically like I was riding the energy of starting to build a community on TikTok, right? That was something that I'd been doing for a few months and here i was for the first time especially since the pandemic i was like at a bar at like a hostel at in a big downtown with my new friends um and it really gave me this opportunity to step into this kind of like this like ringleader of our little hodgepodge sorry about this truck our little hodgepodge christmas gang of travelers and so yeah yeah basically like christmas night i took a tab of acid and we we like went downtown and i like almost i almost walked right into in front of one of those trolleys in downtown new orleans and then we went to get pho, and I was like bugging. And this is really one of my main regular memories and stays with me on a regular basis. Moments from that New Orleans trip uh, was me and Big Don and the crew, but. Don and I were talking and I think he had just rolled up or he was like in the middle of like maybe rolling up a blunt or he was about to buy some swishers or something. And yeah, we maybe had just walked out of the gas station and this homeless woman comes up to us, me and him. And she's like, you got a dollar. And he said, nah, just spend it. And we, he like, we were like in the middle of walking. So she's like, you got a dollar. He said, nah, just spend it. And, you know, it was, it was really a moment where I, I mean, I was so, I was so aware of how my, my speech and my culture was just so drastically different than Big Don, you know, New Orleans native, right? I'm from Iowa. And... And I was like, I don't, I don't remember if I brought it up, but he was basically like, I think I was like, wow, the way you just said, nah, just spent it to this homeless woman. And he was like, he was like, yeah, he's like, look, I just say, he's like, I just saved her time. I'm right in nah, just spent it four words. I relay 
as a as a native New Orleaner to this homeless woman, hey, don't waste your time with me. I just spent my last dollar, which means I don't have any money to give you. I'm not going to. And I'm like, I'm just as broke as you. And then like, and she could just immediately move on to try and catch the next tourist. And it's one of the things that I've realized about how much inauthenticity is in my life. Be a buddy, not a bully. Spread the message. Love that. One of the biggest life-changing things is realizing how, I don't know, I'm questioning it. Let me get it out. How much I unconsciously apologize when someone asks me for money on the street, homeless, when it's like a homeless person or whatever. And I can't tell you how many times I have inauthentically tapped my hand on my wallet and said, I don't have any cash, sorry. When that was not true. I didn't want to give this stranger my money. I've been broke my whole life. Like I'm, you know, I'm college educated, but I'm in the hole. I'm fucking like, so, and not, I'm not trying to, I'm doing fine. Um, but my Venmo is Wes only one. If you want to help me out, pay my rent, uh, pay my student loans. Mostly actually, I don't have a rent right now. Uh, but just realizing that it's okay for me to say, no, I don't have money for you. Like, and that it would be a forced inauthenticity. It would be, you know, someone walking up to me in an interaction that I'm not choosing and that I'm often annoyed by causing me to like lie because I'm like, I don't want this person to know that I just don't want them to don't want to give them my money. Right. And I can simply say no. And they can move on to the next person who has some spare money for them. And like, not that I'm against giving someone money, but I just, I can't do it all the time. So I almost never do it right now. And I may in the future, but right now I'm very poor. And I also am really doing as much as I can to not let my fear of someone else's judgment ever drive me to lie anymore. I've done that for my whole life. It started when I lied about sneaking snacks. Then it started and it continued when I was lying about smoking weed in Iowa to my parents when I was 16. It's illegal. My parents hate weed. Like, so it just truly was like, I've woven a part of my identity over the years into the way that I navigate and project a, you know, refutable, you know, proper image to the people who would judge me. 
right? To my mom, I don't want her to think that I smoke weed anymore. I don't want her to think about me doing drugs because that stresses her out. And, and I don't need to tell her my drug stories, but if I'm lying to her, that's not healthy for me, right? Um, you know, I spent years where my girlfriend, I was lying to about sucking dick last weekend when she was at work. Like, poo, ha, heavy shit. So, Nah, just Bennett. You know, and I'm never going to say it like that. That's not, that's not really my vernacular. You know what I mean? But here's the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Hostel in New Orleans. What I was able to do was I was comfortable and I was honest and I was creating and initiating the opportunities for communion that we all were here for, were there for. So, hello, TikTok viewer. Hello, podcast listener. What we are here to do is to commune with honesty. Anyone who's interested, come be on the podcast because this is simply a place for communion. Fuck, I guess I don't want to say fuck Jesus, but I'm saying I don't really care about Jesus. I like his shit sometimes. But when he, what he was saying with drink this, the body as it is my body, drink my blood. It's kind of like weird cult offering type shit. But what I really think that was about was saying like, hey, loved ones in my community, let us together right now hold this space to honor ourselves as holy beings and to think about what we are made of how we are just right just as this bread is made of matter just as it becomes a part of you as you consume it so too do we become a part of the earth once we die And I don't think that's crazy. And so I don't think it's crazy, especially during a pandemic, that we're all out here opening up the connection portal. And so that connection might be someone who shares a story that we really resonate with, someone who shows an emotion that we may not be as accustomed to showing ourselves. Someone shares a story that we haven't experienced, but it leads us into the mind of another, into the insights, into the ways, into the possibilities that there are for us to live, to the choices that may actually be in front of us. But our parents and our families and our teachers told us that we can only use our right hand. Your right hand is for reaching your dreams. We have right-handed dreams here in America. And so, yes, we have some left-handed people, but they just, they just do a 180. We're all reaching to the right side. 
we're reaching for this rigidity. We reach for this structure. We reach for what we've seen reached for in front of us. That's why Jesus was doing this, this physical eating of some shit. Because he's like, hey, you guys, my words are powerful. But what you need to see is something physical. I want you to connect to your your own self, your own Christ, your own godness, your own powerful present capability. It doesn't have to be something out there. And do you know what Christianity did? It said, "Hey, we have it. You don't. Come here." And so the coming here part is good because what is that that's what jesus did he communed with his community come on bro that's what life should be about so we can be here because are you communing in reality right now do you have the people around you and i was going to say disciples but do you just do you just have the homies who really see you as you who really and it may not even be necessarily about them. It may be about you not knowing how to fully let them in. So what I was able to do with my homies in New Orleans for like those three days was I let them in. In a real way. In a way that once witnessed becomes something that that we often feel called to mirror in another. Are you, how many times are you taking that first step to open yourself up to be vulnerable? Another thing that's changed my life from this past weekend, Lane told me this. I just thought of this. I got to get this on the pod. Uh, that she's really interested in, in the way that we relate to the people in our lives. How we have the relationship dynamics between each other. And how in almost every way, being able to analyze those relational uh, uh, tensions, that, that, that's like what our life is. That's how we discover who we are and, and things about ourselves and what our wounds are and what, how other people's actions you know, press against us in, in certain types of ways. So I think you know, for me, I was finding that I pressed on a wound and that I was, I was the one doing the wounding and that I was also being pressed. And I think, dude, I really got to talk about this. This is so funny, bro. This is so funny. Thank you. Totally official. Uh, you, you interrupted my story, but I really got to point this out. 
uh, totally official. They said, this guy is talking like there's 50 people watching and there's literally three people here. That's for damn sure. Why would I? What? Oh my God. Like, that's so, so funny to me. That's so funny to me. Because I don't care if there, I don't even, I'd be saying this if there was zero people watching. Like, this is also, like, this is going to be, people are going to hear this, man. Like, this isn't just for you. This is for, this is for the world. Like, and I don't think 50 people will ever hear this whole podcast. But guess what, dude? There's, I've literally already had 80 people like this live stream. So I just got to say, like, it's not about that. It's one person being here. And I see you, Taylor. I love you. One person being here truly has it feeling like a conversation. Totally official. All I'm here to do is to have a conversation with myself, with the microphone, with, with the group tuning in. And so I think that is interesting back to, I forget there's, there's a, there's a much better word, like the relational points, like how you relate to others. And I, and I think there's something even to be said about totally officials, relational dynamics in how they relate to others like bringing in this judgment that's like a compliment right like thank you for the compliment I, I, you know like it does feel like there's a lot of people here like i do take this seriously like this is this is important to me this is imagining all of the potential listeners helps me to to stay focused in on the story I'm trying to tell. Um, and so, yeah, I, I think if you are, if you're trying to say like, and here's, this is like a compliment that I've gotten my whole life, right? It's like saying, totally official is saying, hey, this is so good, why aren't you bigger? People tell me, hey, those freestyles are amazing. Why aren't you putting music out on Spotify? Immediately taking this, this compliment and saying like, there should be more people here. This is really good. We, you should have a bigger audience. You should be doing more. And it's one of the ways that I recognize. I think it's like, I tune out very, maybe not very easily, but I think more easily an, a, a negative comment, a shitty comment, than I do someone saying, hey, wow, that was really awesome. Do you put out music on Spotify? You totally should. That gets to me so much more. And I think it's because I allow myself to be a little bit more open to receive some type of positive feedback and then in that openness the message can easily turn into something that feels like people are pointing at my pimples and saying wash your face right people are saying hey you should be doing more like people are saying to me hey with your talent i'd i'd already be successful you know and no one has said that to me 
But that's how it becomes internalized in me is that, ah, uh, like me reaching a level of quality artistic expression opens me up to so much more criticism for being good that people who can see my potential may may desire from me or implore me to take more seriously and i think back to our our larger conversation that's kind of been spanning the whole podcast so far which is how do i relate to smoking weed how can i take this thing that started out as like a a school numbing agent and a bonding with friends to a to then a daily coping mechanism for all states of life to then a thing that i've watched kind of like grind away the sharpness of the way that i approach the things i'm really passionate about the things i'm really trying to inject with my life to to build up and furnish and really take seriously i think there's not There's not what. Good morning, Mercy. There's not a lot of moments, my dear. There's not a lot of time. There's not a lot of moments my dear there's not a lot of time where do we go when we're afraid and we're all alone i don't feel the same when i'm high when i'm high how do i know the places the people all i see is the enemies of me i don't know the places i'll go and i will find it now I feel lost inside this beat of mine, but I know where I'm supposed to go. If I am the only one I'll ever be, this is life for me. Like, do these words mean anything? Yeah. But I get lost in the melody and I, and and 
it's important that I allow myself to explore. It's important that I allow myself to sing a cappella. It's important. It's important that I allow myself to not like for years I would feel embarrassed to sing a cappella, bro. I am mad cute and I'm coming true for you. I listen to my podcast and then we'll come through. I'll come swing by and we can fucking vibe. And you don't know the way I sing my song for you. When I know I've had no baby. And I'll tell you where we're gonna go. Yeah. Oh, so there's there's a lot of shit. What's up, Joey? Thank you. Um, what have we been talking about? Did I finish the New Orleans story? Um, Naja Spennett with Big Don. Uh. Yeah, I guess, I mean, here's what we're, here's what we're here to do uh, is to literally just let it all hang out, let it all hang loose, let it all come out from me to you, to you. Uh, yeah, so... Christmas Eve night, I it was the first time I ever hooked up with a man in the wild. Um, for those of you who don't know, I'm pansexual. Um, I really like to fuck anyone. And what was his name? Bruce? Yeah. Bruce, this middle-aged guy who was like staying at this Airbnb with his family because their house started on fire. And he basically like gave me the eyes and we just like went up to my room and fucked. And he was like 50. And it was the first time in my life I'd ever done something like that. Now, damn, that truck is so loud for so long. Like, what is the deal? Um... How are, often are you being HIV tested? That is a good call. I have not been HIV tested in a long time. So I'm going to go do that. It's been a few years. But he's the only... That was back in college, so I've been tested since then. Um, and except for this guy. Like, it was the first time in years that I'd hooked up with someone. Uh... Yeah, I mean, let's talk about how much shame can revolve around um, around HIV and around around uh, STDs in general, STIs. Uh, yeah, I was. I didn't even. We didn't even ever like have sex, but we were like hooking up a little bit when I was in Thailand. 
and I got, I think it was, I don't even know, really fucked, like genital rash. That was like really bad. Yes, Tyler Green, thank you. I'm, I'm really glad you said that. I mean, real talk. And it was really embarrassing for me. I got back to the States and it just started getting bad when I left Thailand and I was like, oh my God. And I had some shame around it and I tried to like to self-medicate for like a week before I, yeah, I, I like made it worse. And yeah, it really can be embarrassing to, especially to admit when, when you've when you got something um, for sure. All right, we're gonna take a quick pause, next 30 minute mark, and we'll be back after these messages. Um, yeah, so um, I agree with Tyler. Great reminder, go get tested. Um, if you haven't in a while, definitely a good thing to do. Um, let's see. I also just wanna say that I don't know I think I'm done I think that's the pod um, we ended on New Orleans I didn't really talk a ton about the trip there's a lot more to it um, but we'll get into it this is uh, this maybe is like road trip breakdown part one and and we'll just continue to, to dive in. And there's a ton of, of real good insights and, and little gems inside there. So, yeah. Thank you for listening. This has been our first live um, freestyle, or not freestyle, live podcast recording. Maybe next time I'll do it inside so we don't have all the car noise. But, hey. This is my life, man. It's a nice, brisk morning. I wanted to share with the earth. You know what I mean? And I really also came out here because I was smoking a bowl. Um, so, yeah. Shout out Orange Selenite once again. If you've never held one in your hand, I encourage you to do so. If you're interested, by no means, don't fuck with crystals if you don't want to, obviously. And... As always, check out the podcast, Never Stop Learning, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Check out my YouTube. I upload freestyles there semi-regularly. And I've been doing SoundCloud, but I've filled up my free song. So if I want to upload more SoundCloud songs, I'm going to have to get like to buy a pro account, which I just haven't done right now. Um, what else? I'm learning how to play the harmonica. I don't know if the harmonica really translates to podcast or like TikTok, but I think uh, I'm going to be getting better at that. It's pretty fun. It's kind of meditative. really connects me with my breath. If you've never tried the harmonica, go for it if you're interested. Also, shout out if you've never juggled. That's a really great meditative, fun little activity where you can really, sh you know, like literally see your progression so vividly right in front of you. That's really fun. And also, seriously, Tyler, you included, come on the podcast. I'd love to talk to you on the pod. 
Um, we can do it fucking tomorrow or next month. Um, I'm not the best at keeping of scheduling shit, but I'm, I definitely want to. And the more people who reach out, the more motivation I have to, to keep my schedule going and to pump out these episodes because communing with TikTok friends and with real friends and with strangers and with everything it is real talk uh and it really is changing the world it really i hope you guys love the vibe here i hope you stick around um i hope you come on the podcast my name is wes tyler thanks for asking um let's do it let's talk about anything i love to talk about the way we learn i love to talk about the way that we were shaped by our our experience of education throughout our entire lives i love to talk about how we're taking on learning new skills i mean bro it feels like the general the general the general like low vibe population really seems like they kind of get to a point between like late 20s and late 30s where i think a lot of people just kind of stop really focusing on learning new things learning a new craft learning a new skill starting to learn how to become a potter i mean maybe gardening is one that middle-aged people take up a lot but i mean i just like let's share like let's spark each other's passions like let me talk about my passion because guess what i bet you one of you out there also has my passions but you you might not even know it and vice versa right like and that's the thing that i've loved about the content i've consumed throughout my adult life the podcast content i've consumed has shown me the ways that people are out here talking about connecting with like growing through old shit finding new shit and and just becoming even more like students of the world than i would have ever thought before students of the world than i would have ever thought before what the fuck was i just saying damn it i was thinking about my groceries i got grocery list in my head distracted that's how I know it's time to go. Much love. Seriously, hit me up here or on Instagram, Wes Only One. Let's do a podcast. If you've never been on a podcast before, I would love to take your podcast virginity. I've got a lot of 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 PV cards in my in my bag, and I'm also always in a new conversation taking my you virginity you know what i'm saying um speaking of not speaking of virginity speaking of lovely friends who are going to hop on the podcast hello friend hello ducky great to see you wonderful way for us to sign off um podcast homies look forward to divine sunflower ducky coming up on a future episode i'll catch y'all next week Enjoy the song, the outro, peace, love, never stop learning. Bye.
fading in Feeling like I'm always reaching for the next moment Fading out, fading in Fading into existence All my mind is on the highway I'll take To get somewhere else tomorrow I like to look instead At the place where I am Likely I'm feeling like I'm on the downhill But you could not be proud I look at you and you've been looking down Fade in, fade out You don't always really have to count All of your achievements I've been looking for the reason To fade in and fade out life really count fade in fade out I'm finally 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 showing up in a way that I'm proud I used to feel some type of way I felt like life was on delay like I was waiting for someone else to say here you go here's the life you've dreamed here you go Right into my lap Here you go Yeah, right Here you go, baby Here you go Fade in and fade out I've been feeling like I want my life to really count Fade in and fade out I've been searching for a reason to look into your eyes Fade in and fade out I'm gonna make my life really count Fade in and fade out This love is overflowing, can you feel it now? Fade in and fade out My love, can you see it? It's strong and I'm learning how Fade in and fade out Fade in and fade out So... I believe in you moment fade in fade out comes back around go easy on yourself it's gonna be okay